Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this week's edition of On the Mark, it is the All-Star break. We talk home run derby and the brilliance of Sabre metrics. Also, we will have a tribute to the U.S. women's soccer team back-to-back. Congratulations. And debuting a new segment, Final Thoughts. On the Mark with Mark Carmen starts right now. This is On the Mark with Mark Harmon as we get to the all-star break in baseball. Ethan Blumenthal, Ashley Young, both with me here. All right, I just want to get things on the record here as we hit the all-star break. Do what you got to do, man. Okay. You know, we have all these seam heads out there who think that they have understood, gotten a better grasp on baseball than all of us old schoolers. You guys are probably in the new school realm. All of us old school, 45-plus-year-olds, we just didn't understand baseball, but now we're really going to understand baseball. Like they, they say that batting average doesn't matter, right? And so if we figured it out that like, – I love this whole intelligent thing. You know what's really important that these guys have figured out, and girls? Getting on base is important. A walk is as good – as a hit. I mean, I needed these really intelligent people to figure that out for me that, you know what, you know, walk it is, it's a good thing. I mean, I never would have figured that out without the brilliant baseball people out there. And some other things that I didn't really know that, you know, that this whole Babbitt batting average of balls in play, sometimes you hit the ball really hard and it goes past the defenders into the outfield. Sometimes you hit the ball really hard and it goes right to the fielder. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's luck in baseball. I mean, without these people, I never would have figured this out. How about launch angle? Oh, launch angle's big. You know what? I never would have figured out that putting the ball in the air so the ball can go out of the ballpark, that's a good thing. Wow, I completely missed that one. Sometimes, you know, when you're down, I don't know, 
two runs, three runs, and there's a guy or a couple of guys on base, it's a good idea to take the ball out of the ballpark and maybe you swing for the fences. This is uh, these, all these new things to me. I mean, I'm, I'm really relearning the game courtesy of the brilliant baseball minds. If you guys want to weigh in on this, I mean, you know, wins don't matter for a starting pitcher. Wins are relevant. I'm telling you, you can't rely on a starting pitcher because there are I'm, I'm, I'm learning this. There are other factors in the game, like the other starting pitcher, and sometimes the relievers come in, and they don't do their job. So wins are not solely the starting pitcher's responsibility. But now, but now according to CMS, wins just <laughs> don't matter. That, that stat is completely and utterly ridiculous. Except, uh, you know... Um, you know, Carm, I, I, I love to see you like this. I love to see the vein popping out of the forehead when you get mad about stuff like this. Um, but, you know, where is this coming from? Is this coming from something specific? Did something happen to you? Do you want yeah. to talk about Who it? Because me and this? Ashley are good, we're good listeners yeah. here. You know, and I, I appreciate that invitation, Ethan. And I'm not exactly sure where it's coming from. I think it's been building up for a while. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it, here's where it's coming from, actually. I'll, 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 I think I just crystallized in my head. Okay. See, I, I, let it I, out. Let it out, buddy. See, We're here for you. And, and, and look, I will own that there are people on the planet who watch more baseball than me. Now, I do the post game for the Chicago White Sox. You watch Sox. a lot of Humble baseball. Break. So I do okay. watch a good amount of baseball. But there mm-hmm. are people that watch baseball more than me and probably read and look at statistics more than I do. But I do have a certain sense of pride in my ability to actually watch what's going on on the field and tell and can be able to tell you who's good and who's not good and who got lucky uh, through a fastball right down the middle that a guy popped up versus somebody who's actually throwing nasty stuff and that's going to carry for a long time. And so these, uh, it, it bothers me that I got these nerds who can't... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We don't discriminate here in the podcast, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. I got, I got, I got, <laughs> it's okay. I'm just kidding. You can call them nerds. Well, no, that's well, what they are. Here, let, let me restate. I got these, I got these people... Who, who happen to be nerds? Who Go happen on. to be nerds? Who can't run to first base? Can't throw? Couldn't throw a ball in a straight line? Can't make a layup? Sitting there telling me that I don't understand the game. That and maybe that's old school. It just it 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 bothers me when I got some guys. So there's a there's a touch of they're of not athletic. Oh, okay, that's sorry. what I'm picking up yes, on. It, it stems from because they're so not think, able to do it. I think what you're what you're what you're thinking right now is we've all seen Moneyball the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I think you're just you're picturing Jonah Hill right now um, yeah, in, yeah. from Moneyball <laughs> trying to feel the ball at shortstop and throw the ball over to first base, and you're picturing that right now, and it's pissing you off. Uh, I, Ashley, I, would you agree that's I, what he's picturing? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do have a superiority, and I, and and it. it plays out in the wrong way here like I'm Michael Jordan greatest basketball player of all time hasn't been that have great. you have you mentioned that before? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever said that before I don't it maybe doesn't evaluate talent as well as some slob like uh, rest in peace Jerry Krause who, who, who couldn't make a layup but I also think that there is something to actually playing the sport and knowing how hard something is that does allow you to evaluate it a little bit better rather than just looking at the numbers and then acting like you know something because I, I'll get, the scouts who go out, I don't care, but I'll, I'll walk it back a little bit on that. The scouts who go out, I don't care what you did in your career. If you're out there every day watching guys, that's your living, Go great. But the dude like who wrote at me on Twitter, um, at Socks, this is another reason why I'm, mm-hmm. this is all over me. Do it. At Socks Mac underscore Pinoles, Patrick Nolan, who's a guy who covers the White Sox, and 
I was writing about Alcides Escobar, who I watched when I was covering the Royals in Kansas City, who won a World Series title. Uh, and the White Sox have a little bit of an issue with Leori Garcia at shortstop. He's not a shortstop. Tim Anderson's hurt. So I said, maybe the White Sox would consider bringing Alcides up. And he jumps on me on Twitter. God bless him. This is the beautiful forum for it. That's not the best option. These are this and this and this. And, this. and he's like, four, he's been the, the worst hitter in baseball the last four years. I look back. Four years ago, the guy was an all-star and, and won to the World Series. But it's like, I, I, I'm like, I just, I just, I, I, I can't. Uh, there's something about the, 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 I just, I look at him I, and thinking, you can't, I know you can't make a lap. I know, you, <laughs> I know you can't throw the ball. And I know you're just sitting there like looking at the stats all day long. And then you're telling me what I've seen with LC. Now, he, he actually had a good point. I mean, there are other options down at AAA for the White Sox, but I, this is sort of pricking the conversation. What is too. a, what is your, what does your layup look like? Carmen, I don't know if I've ever seen you make yeah. a layup. I mean, you're, you're shooting you're a lot of, of shots right now. And I don't know, you got, you got the left hand, you got the right hand. Can you do a little up and under for uh, me? Uh, well, do we have I mean, a basketball hoop we, in the office? Do we get one? For what it's worth, we saw Carm throw a hell of a fastball in the bitter cold Chicago cold this winter. Okay, I mean, here, listen, you're that's worth something to me. You're bringing up something here, Ethan. It's it's a it's a it's a valid point. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna harken back to uh, the Windy Hill intramural basketball team, the University of Iowa, where we did make a run to the Elite Eight, where we did match up against the football team. I was guarding Tim Dwight who uh, made it to the NFL and was one of the fastest kick returners of all time. And I did cross that dude over, laid it in to give us a 2-0 lead. Wow. We, we were down, right, right. We were down, we were down one at half, lost by 30. Tim Dwight we is only 5'8". Yes, he's, he's tiny, tiny, small, and super strong, and very fast. Mm. And um, perhaps he was thinking that I was not going to do what I did, and I caught him off guard. But that did happen. That's, I mean, that's on the record. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the layup... I don't know if it's on a record. It's on your... No, I have a, I have a uh, picture in the Daily Iowan that I could show you. Okay. Uh, um, I actually do want to see that, too. The, the, the picture that I have is yeah. of somebody making a layup over me. But it's the same game. <laughs> okay. Same, same game. Okay. I had a friend who was, you know, working for the paper. Sure, came sure, sure. cover this, this hot... I mean, there was at least... No, three, hey. There was 30 people at this game, dude. I, um, yeah. By the way, Ethan and I played tennis the other day, Ashley. Mm-hmm. How'd it uh, go? It, well, it was 5 nothing, Ethan, but then it rained. So that, that, is, that is... It's a wash. So it's a wash, right? It's a wash. It's, yeah. it's, as if, it's as if we didn't even happen. You didn't even have to mention it because it's not like it happened. There you go. Yeah. Because uh, it's not in the books and there's no stats? I want it on the record, too. Oh! Right, right. All back. I went on the record the first time we played. I beat Ethan in a in a in a in a, in a, in a battle royale. Uh, but I think the trend right now is not in my favor. So, Uh-oh. and uh, I, I I have been. He's been texting. You've been texting to, to to play, and I've been avoiding you. Well, because it was five nothing, and I <laughs> I want to make sure I get that that the W under my belt. So. Right, right, right. I respect it. Yeah. Right. So, all right. That's that's just my thing that I've learned a lot about baseball right now. Um, ground the ground balls are, are not as likely to go as far as fly balls. I mean that that the, the fact that they figured this out is, is huge. Exit velocity, hitting the ball hard, that's a good thing. Well, don't tell me, tell Ashley because yeah, she's the woman this is who really complicated. Right? Yeah, Ashley, it's very you, complicated. Do you want me to write it down on the whiteboard for you? Yeah, I need okay. like a like slower. A little more of a breakdown. Well, well, now they have the numbers, and you can see it'll pop up all over Twitter. Exit velocity. And, like, when it's, like, 100 Mm -hmm. miles an hour, that's better than, like, 72 miles an hour. Because it just, like, zooms. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, a floater that that, that falls, it could be, like, 50 miles an hour. But in baseball, Mm -hmm. if it's placed in the right place just by accident sometimes, like Kyle Schwarber over the weekend... 
you know, that works well, too. Blooper over the third baseman. But more likely, but but not as likely to happen, you know, all the time. Right, right. Right, so. I don't so, know, I'm learning. Thank you for that. Yeah, so, Thank you. Uh, anytime, Ashley, you yeah. can text either of us, call us, and we're here for you. Enjoy the All-Star game. I know yeah. that uh, you actually want to talk about the yeah, home dude, run I derby. I would like to talk about the home run I was just going to say, it's a, it's a perfect transition for us. Um, so... My so I don't even know exactly who everyone in the home run derby is. All I care about is Vlad Guerrero Jr. who's okay. in the home run yeah. derby. And if you haven't yet, go do yourself a favor and just type in on the internet, which is this new thing. Carm Ashley, tell um, Carm about the internet later. Um, so uh, it's this new thing, and and if you go there, you can type in Vlad Guerrero like uh, practicing for the home run derby, and just listen to the sound of the bat, and you will know that Vlad Guerrero Jr. will, will win the home run derby this year. That is an Ethan Blumenthal guarantee. If I had a house, I would put my house on the fact that Vlad Guerrero is going to win the home run derby. All oh, right, so you don't have a house. Let's make a real bet here. I, well, who, who's What's on the, the table? Me? I mean, oh, well, hold on a second here. You're saying. I'm just. just I'm by, saying that do yourself a favor and, and and go get hyped for the home run derby, which is tonight at on at seven. I assume on ESPN, whatever, sure. and watch Vlad Guerrero go mash some baseballs before that, and you'll be like, oh my god, I need to watch the home run derby because that guy is insane. Because every ball that he hit is in outer space currently, and I didn't see a single ball land. Oh, okay. It was unbelievable. Okay, have you seen that guy? Is he is big? He has his thighs are as big as you and me, uh, man. Now I, I got some info some on Vlad Guerrero Jr. Right? This, Look well, at that picture. Well, so that's the problem with Vlad is he's got a little bit of a weight issue going on here. Uh, are we body shaming him right now? No, no we're he's not. He's got a weight issue. We're not. He's got a he, thicker build. Well, he goes he, home after games and he stays with his. It's either his grandmother or his mother, and she bakes him a huge thing of lasagna. I have inside information. This on is this. dreamy. So he needs to chill out on the lasagna. <laughs> You're a professional athlete. There's nothing. He's wrong. only like he's only 19 too. And but I'm he's just, hitting bombs. He, it's baby fat. It's baby I, fat. Whatever you want to call it, he's I'm, he is a big dude. I'm just trying to project out for Blad that he's got a great chance having a phenomenal mm-hmm. career uh taking care of your body does matter enough with the lasagna every you know what, what, let's we can have a cheat day i'm down with the cheat day but uh mom or grandma's got to stop cooking the lasagna. have you guys seen those videos where like nba players are like go to like summer camps you know with little kids and they'll play them one-on-one and then like, kevin durant will just swat the yes. shit out of someone right they're pretty funny that is what it's going to be like tonight vlad guerrero mashing baseballs against anyone else who's there because he's so massive and crushes the ball and he's gonna he's gonna dominate him like dominate the field like kevin durant dominates a seven-year-old on a basketball court uh, can i take it's a, a hot take uh, it's a hot take uh, okay. it's a bold bold uh, not hot bold I, I like you going out there on the diving board and just jumping off. I just want to, mm. before we continue on your next home run derby thing here, did you see the tweet from Dan Walken over the weekend about uh, Jaron Jackson and uh, John Morant eating chicken fingers at a summer league and game? And chili cheese fries? And yes, ch- I did. And chili cheese fries. And he's just all up in these guys that would do the Memphis Grizzlies not have a nutritionist. <laughs> and people are screaming at Dan Walken telling him they're 19 year olds. They got the metabolism of a cheetah. Let them eat whatever the hell they want to eat. It's true. That's true. I mean, 19 was an easy time. So here's Walken like looking out and now I'm, now I'm getting on Vlad Guerrero Jr. For the lasagna, but see John Morant weighs five pounds. Yeah. He, you know, there's, there's a, there's a difference mm, there. Okay. But I, so, so I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think I'm cool with the ch- chicken fingers and, and cheese fries, but like I would, I'll go to, 
you know, pregame NBA, and there'll be like 22-year-olds in the locker room, and they're mowing down hot dogs like an hour before playing a basketball game. I'm like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. That's just a terrible choice right there. You probably should not be doing that. Like Stacey King of the Bulls back in the day, who's now 700 pounds doing games uh, on uh, for TV. Well, he is, actually. I think, yeah. Uh, he, you, he might would, take, you might have taken the over with the 700 there, <laughs> but yeah, okay. All right. he, well, he would, he, was, he would be crushing bags of Doritos. Yeah. I mean, that was just like, dude, what are you doing? Come on, man. Uh, but he did have a good end. Right, yeah. Career, I mean, and he's yeah. still he's still out there doing it right now. So, so I do have some ideas that, I, as much as I am looking forward to the home run derby tonight, I do have some ideas some ideas to revamp the whole thing and add add a few new rule changes. So let mm-hmm. me know what you guys think about okay. these couple of possible rule changes. Maybe probably not for this year; it's too soon. But for next year, maybe they can implement them. So first of all, um, you played you played baseball anywhere sure. in high school? Whatever. Be baseball. Sure. So back in the day, right? They had these metal baseball bats, the BESR certified. Okay, mm-hmm. and those were the big boys where you could take give like a fourteen year old like one of those like Easton's like. Those, I mean, you touch the ball and anywhere in the bat, like on the handle, and it's going to go 450 feet. I mean, those things are incredible. And now in college and high school, they took, they made a new thing to, so they're not as hard, so they don't hurt anyone, right? But I say, give those, bring those back for the home run derby and watch Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit a ball 800 feet and see how much fun that is for everyone. You just got me so excited, right? Because back in the day when they were when they were figuring out back technology, right? There was a company called Mikan, which is still around, and they made like these incredible softball bats. And so I'm sitting there playing, you know, fall ball in Arlington Heights, Milas Park, 275 foot fence, and I'm blasting these balls like deep into the night. You can only have four homers in a game, so like, <laughs> is it, but you, I, you. I felt like more powerful oh. than I've ever felt in you, my entire you life. You have Thor's hammer. When you're using yeah. those old bats, you have Thor's <laughs> hammer in your hands. And give that to a person who actually can hit the crap out of a baseball. Uh, and it's right. just... Subtle it's, dig at Karm there. It's, uh, actually it's people. baseball. <laughs> Damn. Um, I don't, there's nothing subtle about that, actually. <laughs> um, and just see... You know, give it to those guys and just see what they can do with it. I mean, oh, my God. It's... Yeah, a little fan safety concern there, but man, they're going to hit it out of the out of the stadium several times. It's going to be launch, amazing. My launch angle was incredible. I mean, <laughs> oh, I now was, we care uh, about it. Yeah. I was dipping the shoulder, and, the whole thing. <laughs> and that was the exit velocity pretty good too. It was, it was good. It was, it was good. Was strong exit. I mean, it was at cool. least going. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. next idea uh, is. In home run territory, we fill it with a ton of pinatas, okay? Ooh. And so anytime they hit a pinata, certain you know things can fall out. Some of them can be candy, but some of them can be maybe a little cooler, you know? Maybe like the new iPhone 10, you know? Maybe uh, maybe someone's, you know, logins for someone's Hulu. I just need I just need a Hulu login, to how be honest. Just, but How about just money? Strikes? Well, money. Or we could be straight up cash, but I think that might be, you know, then we'll have some brawls out there. You know, yeah. a ball hits the pinata, and then fans are just diving everywhere <laughs> for, for 20s. That could be problematic. But like a candy bar, it's like, you know, kids can run after the candy bars and, you know, that'd be fun. So then. you're saying in the stands or over like the, actually on the field where the, the elite kids, you get to run around and, and chase, uh, you know. Well, I've always wondered about those. Yeah. yeah. Who are those kids? Who are those kids? I don't know. I always wanted to be one when I was a kid. And to be honest, if they asked me tonight to fly to Cleveland, oh. I'd say, <laughs> hell yeah, I'll go with Shags and fly balls. I mean, I love that gig. If And, and that's another thing, by the way, uh, as I think about my weekend, if you, if you're an adult, right? And you get like, and you get a foul ball. Why do you have to give it to the kid? Like, let's say, like, like you know, it's maybe. I have you ever caught a foul ball? So let me kind of tell you a quick story. Yes. Okay. Because this might be the greatest like karma story of all time. So I I was walking out of the stadium Wrigley Field. Okay. Um, leaving 
early for some reason. I don't know. Must, I must have to do something okay, because I would Nerd. never do that otherwise, right? And so um, I'm walking out down the, down the left field foul line, okay, walking out of the stadium, and I get a ball, catch a, catch a foul ball, like, right there, and it's just, like, in my hands, and I was like, holy shit, like, that was awesome. It just, I mean, I was just walking, right? And then I catch it, and I make a jumping catch. I mean, it was pretty athletic looking. You had to be there. But, um, and then this guy's like, yo, give the ball to the kid right behind. Come on, man, don't be an asshole. And I was like, and then people start calling me an asshole. And I'm like, God, <laughs> okay, you know what? I just made this awesome catch. It was such a cool thing. And everyone's telling me to give the ball to the little kid. So I, you know, fall into peer pressure, um, and I give the ball to the little kid. I take two more steps, and another ball comes flying at me, and I'm literally walking, Come on. and it just lands in my hands. Come on. And I just walk out of the stadium like that. I promise you. Promise. Do you still have the ball? Absolutely, yeah. Somewhere. I don't know. You know. See, yeah. I actually think it's teaching children a bad lesson. You have to earn your first foul ball. Like, it's cool if it rolls down on the ground and they're the one that picks it up, that's awesome. And, it, and if a player comes along, the, you know, if you're, if you're a privileged kid that's sitting in the front row or whatever, you snuck down there and a player hands you a ball, that's cool. But, and if, it, and if it's a dad who's catching and he's with his son, okay, cool, like you hand it, let him, let him, play. I'm not saying you don't put, put the ball in your pocket, of course, let the kid have, but just to be handing kids things like you don't have to earn them, I... I, I see it. I see it. I feel like if you're both going up for the catch and you're obviously larger than a small child, you should give the kid the ball. But you, it sounds like you caught them fair. You weren't like contested by any right. small children. It was, it, it was, a, it was, a, it was a crazy, it was a crazy moment. And I, I walked out of there with a baseball. One time I was sitting in the end zone and the kick for the field goal missed so wide. It missed the netting and the football is coming down towards me. This 80-year-old man, like, decked out in Jaguars gear. I didn't even know they had, like, super fans like that. Whoa, shots fired out, the Jaguar fans. Boxes me out, tackles me for this football, and we're both, like, on the ground, like, fighting for it. Oh like, God. jump ball style. And finally, I was just like, this is an old man. Like, it came full, Like, I was the kid, but he was an old man. I was like, you got to respect your now, elderly. Now, was this tackle, was it a legal hit? Do you think there might have been some head-to-head intention uh, there? You know, I wish it Do you had, think he would have I, I wish yards? it was a dirty hit. I think it was too nice. I, okay. like, factored in his age. I was like, he's uh, got frail, brittle okay. bones. So, you're saying it was a good form But, like, tackle, when do you catch say. a football at a game? When does that ever happen? Did he have to give it back? No, he kept it. He's like, this is my third one. That was the worst part. Oh, my God. And then I was like, well. Okay, so I'm on your side in this 100%. Thank you. You deserve that football. The students I think about it every day. Every day. uh, Yeah, you deserve that football. Let me ask you guys this. Okay. I sit in booth six, broadcast level, White Sox game. Fumble Fumble brag again. I know. Settle down. (laughs) We get it. Fumble. Well, but I want to give the scenario here. I got (laughs) to set the scene. Foul ball comes straight back. Comes into the booth. I catch it. This has not happened now. This is year two of the White Sox gig. Hasn't happened. Okay, I catch the ball. Am I supposed to drop it out the window to a kid below? Yes. You're a media professional. Also, that makes you look good. Okay, so it's a good strategy. I get that it looks good, but like I haven't caught a ball in there my whole career. Like, oh, this is the ball that I caught as I was working for the White Sox. Like, and I can have it for ten years down the line, whatever. No, even mm. you're, you're not in your head. Keep that ball. I'm, Ethan, I, be smart. I, be smart. I mean, I agree. It's it's a good look. You got to make sure all the cameras are on you, though. Yes. And they're like, oh, Mark Garman drops the ball for a little kid, and then we get that shot. So, like, make sure you call me, you call Ashley, make sure we get that. Yes. You know, someone's there videotaping that. Um, you probably should do that, but I, I hear what you're saying because anyone, no matter what you're doing, you want that memorabilia, no matter, you know, and like, hey, I caught that. It's that was a pretty foul cool. ball. It has no impact on the game. It's not like you're catching yeah, but- like a walk-off home run in left field. 
It's a foul ball to so win the So hormone, just for the record, walk hormone, you're allowed to oh, keep. I'm, I'm picking that up and running out of the and, stadium before security asks for it back. And there's, and there's a little kid crying right there, and you can make his day, and you, you don't grab care. the ball. You don't care. Don't care. Okay, good. Also, the older no, I get, I'm like, your parents paid for these tickets. Like, I had to pay for these tickets myself. Like, yeah. no. Get, get over no, it. I no. completely agree, yeah. Give the kid an ice cream. They'll forget about it. Right. right. Move along. There'll be other games. Right. Just yeah. like, a you know, the dog's mad at you, and then all of a sudden he's thrilled. Right. Love it. I just compared a kid to a dog. Yeah. Basically, they're you're the not same. wrong. I mean, no. it doesn't, yeah. What else we got? I'm sorry. That was oh. a lot of tangents going no, on. No, here. no, no. It's okay. Oh, baseball is great. Um, some weird I would say, uh, so oh, the next thing is I think that the balls, um, they should have pre-recorded um, things So when the, in them. So when they hit the ball, like, you know, you'll see like, oh, like the ball will say something corny like, Vladdy, what did I do to you? Or, um, oh. look, you can see space from here. Um, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> I got... Go ahead, Carm. <laughs> I, I think that's incredible, and I would enjoy it. And uh, I, I think you have a very interesting uh, imagination over there. I mean, you really thank you. That's our next video. I uh, think here at Fansided. Yes. Voiceovers for the baseballs. Yeah. All base. right. See you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's. Uh, I, I would put you. I don't know. Have you talked to Disney? What What do you think about a career with Disney? Um, yeah. Listen, if you know the guy, if you know the guy, the call. Guy? Yeah. Just let I him know, I know about me. Guy. You know a Disney guy? Oh, yeah. do, you, do you think I'm hitting the right? Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm underselling you with Disney. I mean, Disney's a pretty good company and all. They've, they've had a like success. Disney owns everything now, right? right. I think they like own pretty like much the world, everything. Right? Yeah. Isn't there's like three companies? It's like Amazon and like Disney and another company. I don't know. Did you the ever want to be a ride operator at Six Flags Great America? Do you ever want to be the ride operator at Six Flags Great America? You're pointing at I'm, something. I'm gonna say that's, a, that's that? a hard that no. That sounds like a car <laughs> no, That's a hard no for Ethan, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I have not done that. Wouldn't you want to do it just for a day, though? A day. I would the, love to be like wait, a celebrity What is, what is the ride? So now you, did you just call yourself a celebrity? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're also talking hypotheticals <laughs> okay, here. Sorry, sorry, right, okay, yeah. a guest appearance, guest if appearance. you will. Okay, like, right. wouldn't you want to be the guy in Chicago who's on, who does the boat tour and all the yes, right? You got all the you got all the the, the tourists around there. They're they're looking up at you. It's a big position. You got them like this is a beautiful part of the city. That building right there, and you're just uh, you know you get you're 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 holding class. This I is, love this. giving tours. Love them. I love them. When was like, the last time you gave a tour? In college. I was one of the college oh, the the campus guys? tour guides. Walking, walking backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out from Northeastern for not paying us, but I gave a great tour. I went rogue. There was a script you were supposed to follow. Whoa. I was like, if these people are going to invest money that like no one has into going to school, they need the real deal. Can, so, can you give us a little bit of a just a snippet of what that tour was like? Also, I want to hear like the, the voice that you use. I feel like the tour guides have a very specific voice that you use when you're giving I was that. like just so anti tour guy like they made you wear like the polo and the name tag and i don't know i want it to be real ashley so you like young. put a little rip in your in your polo to, like... oh no okay no. no i thought you were trying to go a little i thought you were rebelling like, oh okay. oh i was picturing like so you low just... cut polo oh. is what we were implying <laughs> so you would go rando ashley shirt. i just felt like i wanted to give the most transparent view of the school Aww. yeah did you would you say your success rate was it was good sometimes i got tips I know. Tours? I didn't think what? so. But the first time it happened, Where did, like, I mean, this is now. So you I know, that's like, a whole other thing. Is when, when do you tip? Because apparently right? now we're I had no idea. Tour guides. I would make a joke in the beginning, like blah 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 blah. And at the end, you know, if you're thrilled with the tour, which I'm sure you will be, just like sneak me a little tip, like joking. But then sometimes at the end, they did it. After the first dad gave me a tip, I was like, we need to milk this. I was like, this school. What ain't was cheap. the average tip? He like slipped me a twenty of the first. Yeah, time. I was gonna yeah. say like I feel like a dad. I think well, like, people don't have like 
Like right. if you give someone like a one, you're one, like, like, what you're is being, this? Right. It's, it's gotta be a, a it's gotta be a five ten or a twenty. Right. Yeah. Like a cool. I think. Yeah. That, yeah. We I had to I had a tipping situation over the weekend here. Mm-hmm. We had Luna the dog. I know you know this. Uh, Ashley puked Love all over. Luna. She puked all over the rug because we overfed her after the Kawhi video. I did not mm-hmm. think that was puke. Oh, no, it was puke. Oh, yeah, it okay. Wasn't, no, no, no. We, Carm sent me a nasty photo of this. So, yeah. well, because Ashley loves Luna, and I just wanted to show her what the true dog ownership looks like, mm-hmm. and it 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 looked pretty nasty at that moment. Uh, and and Chelsea went very much into cleaning that thing and went a little bit over the top. She she just dumped a whole bottle of Resolve on the rug, which was then seeping into the floor, and she was worried that like this was just not gonna that the whole apartment was gonna be ruined. So next thing I know, the rug guy is on on the way over to take it to the rug cleaners, Ooh. and so now the rug guy's there. And do you do you clean, do you do you tip the rug yeah. guy picking up your rug? I thought the answer to that was yes. They were very nice. They were rolling it up. So what's the proper tip for the rug guy as he walks away with your rug? That's when I panic and like try to Google it on my phone and be like, what do you tip? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, what's without Googling your phone, what's your guess on a fair tip for the rug guy? Well, I, I mean, what did you pay? Yeah, what how was much, his, what yeah. was the fee for I, it? I, she held, dealt with all that. I think, I think it's like 160 bucks to clean that rug. So... But I don't think he's getting any of that money. I had yeah, a ten dollar bill. And I had a ten dollar bill and I had a twenty dollar bill. In my I hope pocket. you gave him both. You think he gets thirty bucks for coming to pick the What's rug? What's twenty percent of one sixty? It's thirty two dollars. What did yeah, he do exactly? Right? He yeah. just picked up the rug. He came into the. He came. How in, long was he there for? He came, five seconds. Okay. He came in he, the, the rug. We had moved the rug into the garage. He came into the garage, rolled up the rug, got in the elevator, walked out, and then he comes back. I don't know if he's coming back. I don't know. How <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I don't, so you're saying it's it possible could, he either stole your rug. I mean, first of all, I feel well, like you give a but tip. Could, I'm saying it could be a different rug delivery. On the way item. back. Right. Uh, I, I think you got to give a tip. 20, at least. So he's going to give to both people? He's going to give a 20 on the way out and the 20 on the way in? All right, guys. Like, you're it's really clear, it's clear, fucking cheap. It's clear who went to Temple in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't even know if you're supposed to need to tip him at all. I mean, it's confusing. Right. Is, I, I, mean, I gave him 10 bucks. All right, I you brought that. up karma earlier. I think it's good karma to be a good tipper. No, I, I completely so, agree, but I mean, like... You just picked up your vomit-infested <laughs> rug, <laughs> rolled it up, so like... Ew. But, but, it, but, but, there, but the vomit was already resolved it's, away. It's the, always there. Mm. Mm, that seeped so into a, the fabric of I'm, that rug. I'm telling you, this was a good cleaning job, though. I mean, she went bananas on it. She was, she, uh, but it, this, this rug did not need to be cleaned at all. The rug was fine. But okay, you're right. I'll find 20. Right? So, 20 I, here's 20 what bucks? I say. Here's the thing. I mean, ten dollars is never, insulting. Here's the thing. You can never go wrong with See, I think tipping. Two dollars is insulting. Five bucks is insulting. No, yeah, I don't ten, think ten is insulting. Ten, that's not insulting. It's insulting. Okay. Ashley would have been insulted. The thing is, 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 is he might, he, we might not even know. Like, he might not have to tip him at all. It might, he might be the first tip he's ever also, gotten. So I $10, okay, he'd be like, that, oh, that's... To be fair, that's, to be fair, and again, I don't know anyone's financial situation, but so I see it as like, what is, if I give that man a 20 versus a 10, is mm-hmm. that going to affect my, like, checking account? Just, just give him the 20. Sure, but then if you, then to boil that down to like, I mean, if you go to, for lunch and it's 25 bucks, I could give you five bucks or I could give you 10. Either one of those is not going to really affect your checking account. Right, it's good karma. This is why I have no money saved. No <laughs> yeah. tipper, clearly. But it, yeah, I mean, I, I, you can never go wrong with giving tips and I don't know again, even if, if like he expects a tip at all. But to your point, Ashley, mm-hmm. though, it does add up though. If you are always doubling up the tip that you have, I mean, that, at the I'm end aware. of the year. I'm aware. You know? I'm aware. Do it's tip, good karma. Do you tip your Uber? Uh, I don't. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what? Are you now? 
What? That's how Uber you just, was founded. You just give them a hard time? So yeah. You're, you're going you're gonna to be one of those What tip- is the protocol on that? You're Are gonna, we supposed to tip Ubers? Well, now they, have, now they have added the tipping mechanism to the Uber. Via the app. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of people to do it. There's a lot of people that go with it. Well, Uber started without tipping, so, so I'm not going to tip you. But that's why is that Uber doing well, you're still. But even when before that, you were still allowed to give them like a cash tip. It just wasn't included in the app. Right. Right, and um, I'm sure the Uber would appreciate it. I'm just a it. big old hypocrite. <laughs> I mean... We all are. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Wow. We all live in the hypocrisy. It's just, you know, you got you to gotta search to find it. Yeah. New York Times, educate me on Uber tipping. You don't have to tip, Ashley. Don't listen to us. But uh, yeah. sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I do. But, not, but you can't come at us, though. You can't give a car. We're giving a 10 or a 20 and then, and then just not you tipping You asked me my I opinion mean, and I gave it. <sighs> Well, just, just got real uncomfortable. Yeah, we got, we, yeah. <laughs> the Uber yeah, the Uber, I'm stressed. I feel like I need to do like reparations at this point. <laughs> like go yeah. back and I back mean, pay. You, you probably taking a lot Uber, of Ubers. Yeah, Uber like every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they definitely put up the in some Ubers tips are appreciated. They'll literally throw the sign on you. Yeah, no, I've seen like Ubers attach like plastic fish bowls to the headrest of the right. passenger seat, and they're like tips, tips, tips. Right. Right, yeah. and I'm like, hey man, I, I hear you. I, got I hear you. you. We're I trying. But Carm doesn't have any money left because he already tipped the rug guy like fifty bucks. You know. You know, I used to go to. <laughs> I, well, I still go to Pete's Coffee. Went to Pete's Coffee this morning. Pete's Coffee. You know, you pay with the credit card. It, it was an easy out, and there's no tip there. Now mm. Pete's Coffee on the credit card thing, tipping thing pops up fifty cents. I love that they have 50 cents on there. Because I'm getting one coffee, a dollar is too much. 50 cents, though, I'll, I'll hook you with 50. I'll give you the 50. That takes my $2.78 coffee to three, th- whatever it is. And it, does, it adds up for them throughout the up. day if they're you know, getting 50 cents every... For- How did we get here from Home Run Derby? <laughs> I, you, I, like, I'm, I, I don't, I'm trying to backtrack I, here. I have I no idea. Life is playing out on the podcast right here, right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's going on on, wow. on a beautiful Monday, July, whatever it is, after the 4th of July. I hope you had a great fireworks. I watched fireworks, by the way, on TV by myself at 9.30 at night because I had, was doing the morning show on the 5th. I felt like the oldest I've ever felt in my life. Channel 9, WGN, fireworks. I don't know what you guys were doing, but that's what I was doing. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, just felt, I just felt a little sad about it. Uh, are we, have we left anything out, Ethan? Um, I mean, I, I, do have, I do have some one more. Two one more. Is, two is more things. Dizzy Bat on there at all? Uh, no, but that is a good idea. Right? Here's my other idea. Have you guys ever played the game Grandma's Underpants? You ever heard of that game before? I've not played it nor heard of it in very Ashley, you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so this is a game that you can play with like kids. It's it's fun. Where the idea is that you you're in a circle and the person in the middle goes around the outside of the circle and they try to make the people laugh. And the way they do that is ask them a question. Okay, and then they have to answer with my, my grandma's underpants. So we can play right here. Ashley, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, my grandma's underpants. Right, and then if okay. you smile, you lose and you're in the middle of the circle. Okay, right. so here's what I think: home run derby. Add a little, add a little, add a little wrinkle to the second round. Okay. We get like a bunch of, uh, of players, maybe some comedians even, you know, and they're just sitting around like the, uh, the batting circle, okay? And they're just trying to make the home run hitter laugh. And that's it. And they're just trying to make him laugh while he's trying to hit home runs, maybe playing a little game of grandma's underpants. And so they're asking him questions. Hey, Carm, um, what, do you, what do you do every night before you go to bed? Eat my grandma's underpants? There you go. Uh, you don't have to say eat, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so oh, yeah, somebody, I don't think so, eat was part of yeah, the Yeah, it wasn't but eat, okay. but Carm, clearly his head's going in a certain direction. <laughs> Can you delete that, please? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so there, there you go. That's the game. And then we just see who can, who can hit the home runs while, being, while, trying, while having like seven other guys trying to make them laugh. I mean, I think eat my grandma's underpants is better than my grandma's underpants to what do you do before you go to bed at night. I think I actually made, I sort of think I PC'd that up a little bit. 
Did I miss something here? No. I mean, you can do whatever no. you want. I mean, yeah. You, if you want to add E, you want to add, you know, sniff, dance with. I mean, dance with, I you know. seems a little aggressive. <laughs> <Or> just, <laughs> I'm just saying, now you guys learned a new fun game. You know, I, 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 I can't wait to break that out of my next <laughs> social function. Yeah, there you go, Ashley. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't appreciate this I mean, sarcasm, this, this Ashley. This is a camp game, no? You guys were camp goers? <laughs> no, I didn't go to camp, but I, I do work with kids, and oh, occasionally okay. I'll throw in a little grandma's underpants. I, um, went, I went to camp. And why not grandpa's? My grandma's. Uh, I, I don't know. I learned it as grandma's, but I guess if you want to, it can be grandpa's. Do, okay. do you know who Andy Cohn is, the comedian? Mm-hmm. Do you know that he went to Camp Nabagamon? I didn't. I, Are you guys friends? No, we're not friends. But uh, I saw him on uh, one of the late night shows, and they asked him about camp. Uh, and he, went, he was probably saying to Camp Nabagamon. They asked him another question. When's the first time that you like learned how to you know, do things that um, uh, adult men do with themselves? Mm. And, he, and, and he starts... <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here, guys? Well, he so oh Andy Cohn talked about how his first time was at Camp Nabagamon. And, <laughs> and so that's where I went to camp, just, so, just to have that out there. I thought that was a very... Like, I didn't know the kids at Camp Nabagamon were doing that. I had no idea what that was at Camp Nabagamon, but Andy Cohn, Andy Cohn was doing that at Camp Nabagamon. Are we all right? Actually, can we, are we allowing this to happen here right on the podcast? Very rarely am I at a loss for words. <laughs> and I'm just going to collect myself here. Yeah, take it. Take a moment. Well, Ashley edits the podcast, so if this made it onto the cast, and then, uh, you know. I've been letting it go rogue lately. Okay. No edits. Well, good. You'll be like, hey, take that out. I'm like, yeah, yeah I got no, it. There's no boss here today, right? So we, we are the boss. I am the boss. Yeah, Ashley is the boss. That's a scary, We're gonna edit that's a scary that world to live in, for sure. It, it, it's a little terrifying, but I, but I trust you fully. Wonderful. Uh, um, okay. Anything else Andy Cohen related? No, that's all I got. We're good? That's all I got. I, but I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there watching this clip, and I'm like, oh, my God. I can't no bag of money. Are you kidding me? Like, You're like I, my own bunk mates. Right. I mean, Jesus. What else was going on when I was there? Uh, okay, last one, Ethan. Go. Oh, the last one? I know is, you had one more. Oh, one more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, championship Brown, we threw out the baseball bats and we bring in the drivers and just see, see if these baseball players can just hit the shit out of a golf ball. Oh. Yeah. Bring out, yeah, bring, yeah. Bring, bring out the wood. Let's go. Bring yeah. out the drivers. Okay. Smoke it to the... Uh, great job. Love you. Phenomenal performance. Always. Hey, man. I, did I do you think of a bet for... No, I've been, I've been listening to Corm talk about Andy Cohen over here. Um, I mean, stay focused. I mean, Corm. I mean, if you guys want to, Corm want to do a little, a little. I think you guys should wager something right yeah, here on the podcast. Yeah. We're, 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 well, I, I mean, I'm I, picking. I'm picking Vladdy Junior. I oh, mean, okay. if you got to pick, mm-hmm. I mean, got to pick someone else. Do you have the whole field in front of you? Can I get the field? Um, I'm sure Ashley. She's, she's typing away. I know. I know. Yelich pulled out due to back issues, but he was actually supposed to face Vladdy in the first round, and so he obviously whimped out because Vladdy matches baseball's outer space. Okay. I know. I know. Har- I know Javier is not in it. Baseball home run Here's derby. Here's my brackets. Uh, we got Pete Alonso from the Mets, Carlos Santana from the Indians. Most of you are going to be listening to this after this happened. Josh Bell from the Pirates, Ronald Acuna are matching up against each other. Jack Peterson of the Dodgers versus Alex Bregman from the Astros. Vlad Jr. versus Matt Chapman of the A's. I will pick... Uh, I'm going with the rookie. I'll take Pete Alonzo of your New York okay. Mets. Let's go. And what are we wagering here on the podcast? Uh, I'd like to wager a 50-cent cone down the street at uh, Pup in the Rough. All right. So well, I, mean, I feel like it should be something for content now. Right, something yeah. we can do a little video for. Carmen's been killing it we'll, with the videos lately. We'll do... We'll, 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 this will be to be determined. We'll figure it out on the next podcast, but we'll make one of us will do something super uncomfortable on video, the loser. How's that? Wonderful. Fair enough. All right, you can I see a little shake? Shake, shake, shake? They're shaking. It's, right, it's official. All right. uh, done and done. All right, let's make it happen.
Okay. Ethan, great Gladdy Jr., you heard it here first. That was, that was our longest segment ever in the history of the podcast, starting out from me complaining about baseball, or not baseball itself, but people who know more about baseball or think they know more about baseball. Uh, we are gonna, we got one more segment coming up today, and that is uh, we're going to give some tr- a tribute to the U.S. women's soccer team. That is next on On the Mark with Mark Carmen. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. All right, we continue here. I wanted to uh, give you the platform here, Ashley, because uh, I was watching you on Twitter yesterday, and uh, everybody was selling, celebrating the U.S. women's team uh, winning the World Cup again, back-to-back, 2 nothing. I was worried that things were going to go sideways because there was just so much spotlight on Megan Rapinoe and the entire team, mm-hmm. Donald Trump and the whole thing. Uh, and everyone's chanting equal pay, although I kept in hearing the, the whole place chanting equal pay, and then I go to the videos, and it wasn't quite what I wanted, but it was still, it was still out there. It's, still, it's a start. It's yeah. a start. I mean, it, like, the whole standing was chanting equal pay. I'm like, oh, you're in one section. It's not really that's what's going on, which, by the way, uh, and, and the equal pay thing, of course the women should be getting equal pay, but it's, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of nuanced things with the way that it actually works that I, we're not going to go deep into. I just, Of course, I'm a supporter of equal pay. I know you're a mm-hmm. supporter of equal pay. Fansided is a supporter of equal pay. Everybody should be. Um, but if you really want to get in the weeds on that, you, you should read articles about how FIFA and partners with and how the U.S. Anyway, there's, there's a lot to it, and, and, and there's still more to go. But just talk about why this was such a, a huge moment uh, for you personally watching the women's team do this. Uh, well, it just goes back to, you know, working in sports, there is just such a disparity between how our men's teams are celebrated and portrayed versus our women's teams. You know, like the NBA finals are over and everyone's like, oh, can't wait for basketball season to start up again. And the WNBA is in like the midst of their season. So yesterday I was out at a public viewing for the game in Chicago and to walk around and see like hundreds, maybe thousands of people, all ages, moms, dads, like young boys, like all different walks of life coming together to celebrate a women's professional sports team. It's not something that we see all the time. We see, you know, what was it? Jurassic Park when the Raptors are in the finals. You don't get that in women's sports. This is something that comes once every four years. So just the fact that it's scarce as it is, coupled with every four years to see the entire country come together and celebrate these women and their athletic accomplishments in addition to their political activism or social activism. It's just really inspiring to see these women take the world stage. This is something bigger than any one of us. Yeah, you're you're making me think of, as you explain it, and you were you weren't in Chicago quite at this time, and so this was, it was Little League, mm-hmm. and Jackie Robinson West, out of the poorest neighborhood in Chicago, rose up, and they go all the way to the finals, the mm-hmm. Little League World Series, and the entire city rallied around these kids from Inglewood, from the West Side, and mm-hmm. then it became a whole thing that oh, they weren't all from the same neighborhood. I don't care what neighborhood they were from or where they pulled kids from. The fact that you had White people, black people, Latinos, men, women, like everybody coming to the middle of the city, into the loop to to watch Little League Baseball for these African-American kids on the world stage. It was the most... That the chills. City, yeah, that the city that I saw that the city had had been together, and it was so cool to go down there and interview them. You know, I'd go down with a recorder, and I would talk to people. For, you know, why does this mean so much to you? 
and they were like, you know, all we hear about our neighborhood is that on TV is the shootings and mm-hmm. this and that. And, and, and there's a lot of good things that are going on here. And, and just to see our kids getting, I was like, this is amazing. So it's incredible. So uh, when, it's, it, that's, I feel like I, can, I get the feeling. Sort yeah, of, it seems absolutely. Like I mean, yeah, to see all of these people supporting groups that are typically underrepresented. And there's so many layers to the women's team, whether it's the fact that they're female athletes or the queer community. Like there are so many layers to this. And to see them celebrated, just a really nice break from some of the polarizing political uh, chaos that I see on my timeline on Twitter every day, to see us celebrating the United States and these incredibly strong women, it was, I was a little teary, very teary. I was so emotional. Okay, hold on. Let's be full. Let's get full transparency. Were you sitting on whatever street in Chicago crying when they won? Um... Yes, I was. Aww. I was. I mean, I, I'm a sucker. And this was just one of those moments. Did you see the Nike ad that... I was going to get to the Nike ad. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're talking about... That's when the tears really, uh, really uh, came out. Yeah. So, it to me... It, well, first of all, I, I, I get the tears on the ad. It's, it's just... And, and emotions are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to, whatever they are, get them out. Uh, tears of joy anger, whatever it is, don't hold it in. That's, that, that's a little bit of a public service announcement from, <laughs> from at the Karam on Twitter. For Crying you. is fine. Crying is great. It's um, all great. The fact that Nike, the most, if not the most, one of the most powerful sports brands in, in the world mm-hmm. is, you know, first off, it's jumping off with, with Colin Kaepernick uh, and is so on board with the U.S. Women's National Team as they look to the future and who they are willing to, you know, we're not going to piss these people off and we are going to piss off this corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was, as for the zillionth time on the podcast, I was at White Sox yesterday. Megan Rapino comes on the screen. Woman wants to turn it off because she doesn't want to watch her. Now, she's a great person that I've, I've bonded with on a lot of things, but she, but there's a certain part of her that like feels like she, she's not honoring our military. Isn't you know, it I, ironic that these people who feel that way are claiming to be so patriotic are rooting against our national team. Well, she she would say I don't quite understand that. She wouldn't say that she's rooting against it, but she but but, but like specifically, mm-hmm. she would like highlight I don't like Megan Rapinoe, mm-hmm. who uh, is going to make a lot of money from this. By the way, mm-hmm. congratulations to her, and that's awesome. Uh, and uh, is, every, yeah, and everything with her her wife Sue Bird and players. Tribute. Are they the greatest power couple in all of sports? I, I, I think so. It's big time, and the and the way she handled the media and how direct she is, and there's just zero, at least what I saw, zero fluff, straight to the point, mm-hmm. honest answers. Uh, I, I thought she was great, uh, but so you know, there's a lot of people who like to. And we don't have to go down a deep dark hole here because it's I know a pe- dark hole. <laughs> I know people don't want to hear it, but it's like they she's anti she doesn't represent our military she doesn't stand for the flag she whatever her statement was was not Mm anti-military she is making a statement of of fighting for her community and how she doesn't feel represented at this particular time by the country and who's Mm -hmm. in office and she and it's a it's a part of being american for her to be able to express that and you by the way are welcome to disagree and turn her off the television and all that right But but i also would encourage you to sort of open your mind as to what she actually truly is protesting versus something that you want to claim that she's Mm -hmm. protesting which is not it at all she's not saying that i i hate the men and women that are fighting for this country that's a ridiculous take it's not true and and you need to 
uh, it would it would behoove you to educate yourself just a little bit, and then if you want to disagree with her, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 you want to say that she could express herself in different ways, okay, fine. You're entitled to that opinion, yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, these politicizing these issues, if we will, is ridiculous because at the end of the day, all they're asking for is to be treated equal, whether that's being treated equal as a member of the queer community or as a woman. Like it's not asking for like basic human rights. It's really not that big of a deal. So to sit there and mon- turn her into a monster, right. that's ridiculous. Right. Like where, where does that hate come from within you? And like you said, you know, you're entitled to your own opinions if you think she should handle her, her vocabulary differently, if you will. But she came out and said that. She was like, I shouldn't have said the F-bomb. Like I'm right. sure my mom wasn't proud of that. But you know, these are issues that these people are dealing with beyond the World Cup. You know, yeah. being a woman, being queer, these are not things that go away once you're out of the spotlight. Like, you see it every day on the street how these people are treated differently. So just, I, you know, I don't understand the hate. It seems exhausting to be that angry all the time. And I, the world would be a better place if everyone just lightened up a little bit and recognized <laughs> that, like, human beings want to be treated with dignity and respect. I don't understand why that is such a hard concept for people to grasp. Well, let's just give cheers to the U.S. women's national team with all the spotlight on them in a game where bounces can go every which way. This is the best (laughs) shit-talking, back-up-your-shit-talk. I am so incredibly honored to have watched that game yesterday. Yeah, the whole tournament. It it was, I mean... They walked the walk. The the semifinals was dicey. Uh, The whole... Mm -hmm. It just felt to me that... This was this. It just felt to me like it was going to go sideways, and it just never did. Congrats to the women's national team. Thanks for sharing, Ashley. Debuting a segment here to wrap up the show creatively. I'm calling it Final Thoughts. And yes, today's final thoughts are for you, Kawhi Leonard. You had the basketball world on their heels. Chris Broussard tweeting out, it was done with the Clippers. It's between the Lakers and the Raptors. And Broussard was not the only one. But forget about all the reporting and people guessing and whatever Adrian Wojnarowski and everyone else was saying. Let's just talk about your decision to go to the Clippers, somehow get Paul George to come with you, and take hopefully, from your standpoint, the second team in L.A. to the mountaintop as a world champion, building your resume and having the most fun, the way I see it, that you can possibly have in your career. No one has done more for the NBA in the last decade than Kawhi just did. He leveled the entire playing field. Look who could be an NBA champion next year. From the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks, you're a contender. I would even say the Boston Celtics have an outside shot. The Philadelphia 76ers are also a candidate. Toronto, I'm sorry, I don't think you're going to be defending your title. But in the Western Conference, the Houston Rockets, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Utah Jazz, I'm sure Damian Lillard and Portland think they have a shot at it as well. This is is awesome for the NBA. Kawhi Leonard, in one fell swoop, leveled the whole playing field, and it's such a gutsy move. You're leaving Toronto. I would have loved to have seen you try to defend your title, but hey, you want to go home. You could have gone to the Lakers and taken the easy route. 
But for whatever reason, be it the way they handle injuries, the dysfunction in the organization, or just what I hope, you just wanted to compete against LeBron and everyone else and rise up a team that would feel more wholesome to you, and that is awesome. Kawhi Leonard, you don't say a lot, but you say it with your actions, and your actions are awesome. Huge fan. Good luck with the Clippers. This has been On The Mark with yours truly, Mark Carmen. Thank you for listening. On The Mark coming out every Monday afternoon. Please subscribe, give a rating. We appreciate it. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.